Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and I just want to let you know about my gut healing bundle for those with thyroid and autoimmune thyroid conditions. This includes SMT Probio, which is a probiotic with 18 well-researched strains, Enzymes Plus, which not only includes digestive enzymes, but betaine, HCL, and ox bile, and SMT GI Restore, which is a stevia-free formulation that has multiple nutrients and herbs that have been proven to help support the healing of the gut. To learn more about this, you can visit guthealingbundle.com. Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, can stress trigger Graves' disease? So the simple answer is yes, but the next question then is, how can stress trigger Graves' disease? And before I discuss this, I want to mention that stress could have other effects on the body. So prolonged elevation of cortisol, which is very common with chronic stress situations. So this can decrease immune system function, also cause a decrease in bone density. It can possibly lead to insulin resistance, also can cause an increase in weight gain as well as blood pressure. And this in turn can increase the risk of cardiovascular disease. And also chronic stress can inhibit the conversion of T4 to T3s, which of course are the thyroid hormone levels. And so T4 is supposed to convert into T3. And most of that conversion takes place in the liver, 60%, another 20% in the gut. So when someone has that conversion problem, those are two areas you definitely want to look at. But also higher cortisol levels could be a factor in that conversion process. As for how chronic stress can be a trigger for Graves' disease, so there are a few different mechanisms. So one mechanism is that chronic stress can dysregulate immune function by promoting pro-inflammatory cytokines. As the name suggests, pro-inflammatory cytokines, that means promoting inflammation. And this is pretty common with autoimmune conditions, including Graves' disease. So this is one potential mechanism. But then also chronic stress can also affect immunity by decreasing something called secretory immunoglobulin A or secretory IgA. So secretory IgA lines the gastrointestinal tract and it plays a role in immune system defense at the mucosal surfaces. So as a result, by decreasing secretory IgA, chronic stress can increase one's susceptibility to an infection such as H. pylori. And this in turn can potentially lead to autoimmunity. And the literature does show a relationship between H. pylori and thyroid autoimmunity. So both Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. And then also depressed secretory IgA levels are correlated with an increase in intestinal permeability, also known as a leaky gut. So this could also be a factor in autoimmunity. In at least one past episode, if not multiple past episodes, I discussed something called the triad of autoimmunity. So there's three components. One component is a genetic predisposition, which of course we can't control, but thankfully the other two factors we can control. Uh, so number two is exposure to one or more environmental triggers. So I mentioned an infection such as H. pylori. That's an example of an, of an environmental trigger. But then also that third component is a leaky gut. And that leaky gut also can make someone more susceptible to developing Graves' disease or a different autoimmune condition when combined with that genetic predisposition as well as exposure to one or more environmental triggers. So what can you do when stress is the trigger? Well, obviously you want to do things to help with the stress, either reduce stressors or ideally increase stress, stress handling skills because it really is the perception of stress which causes problems. And so one of the things I recommend to my patients, and it's probably a good idea to 
have a future episode, and I'm sure I will have a future episode where I focus on this more, not just a simple Q&A episode. But one thing I'll mention here is trying to do things to improve your stress handling and change your perception of stress. And of course, if you can reduce the stressors, that's great, but a lot of people can't do this. So one of the main things I recommend for my patients when it comes to dealing with stress is to block out time for stress management every single day. But what I recommend is starting with five minutes. And while, of course, you could do more 15, 20 minutes per day, 30 minutes a day, everybody, just about everybody could do five minutes per day. So what I recommend is getting into that routine, whether it's doing yoga, meditation, or simply deep breathing, just focus on that every single day, five minutes. And then once you're in the routine, then you could increase the duration to 10 minutes and then 15 minutes. And you don't have to go in five minute increments, but I think this makes it more doable. I guess that's all I'll discuss here. Again, I'll I'll leave more for a future episode, but hopefully you at least have a better understanding of how stress can trigger Graves' disease. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Q&A episode, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.